Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. ESPN. Oh, 12 o'clock in the big city. Todd Butler in for Alan Han. It's Barton Han. Bart Scott in the building. We're on until 3 o'clock. Hit us up, 800-919-3776 at Barton Han on Twitter and Instagram at Ty D. Butler. I'm shocked Bart is in the building today. I'm shocked, I'm, I'm shocked you're here, bro. Because, I, I, I mean, I tore you apart so badly yesterday, I thought that you would take a little bit of pride and just not show your face. But here you are in the flesh. Well, all my peoples, you know, agree with me. And when I say my peoples, I mean everybody. Not just my peoples. I mean everybody thinks that, hey, this guy ties off his rocker, man. I don't know what, what he was doing, hanging out with Tannenbaum, drinking that Shinola and stuff, man. This guy needs to pump his brakes. Did you actually smell his cup that day on Get Up? I had to. It had to be some Everclear or something because it, cause it looked like it was aqua. Now, what happens if you smell some vodka? Do you expose him or you just let it rock? I take a sip. Take a sip? That's yeah, how I you get it popping? Because I, I want to be what he on. Because his takes was, was his takes provided content for every platform we had. And they're still doing it. They're still they're still running it. I mean, I tell you what, man. Like Maybe he's trying to be, you know do a Mike Mayock, get another job by, by making these fantasy picks. And if one of these work out, they'll be like, see, I told you. So, hey, you just you know, throw it against the wall, see what sticks, baby. You know what That's stuck, my guy, though. You know what stuck last night? Ooh, them Knickerbockers. That 26-point lead for the Knicks got down to six points in the fourth quarter. They were on the brink of maybe the worst loss of the season. Because I understand they're dealing with injuries, but to, to allow that Philly team, no D'Anthony Melton, obviously no Joel Embiid, uh, to come back on you in that fashion. If they would have lost that game, I'm not saying it would be time to hit the panic button, but I know Nick fans would have been really, really infuriated, especially with what you have coming up tomorrow night uh, against the Celtics. But uh, despite their best player going 5 for 18 with uh, seven turnovers and Jalen Brunson, shout out to the Knicks, man, getting the win last night, 110 to 96. And I'm, I am excited. I won't be there, but I'll be watching on TV because I think the Garden is going to be rocking. Uh, against Boston. It's going to be lit, right? And it's going to be full circle, right? It's just the second time that the uh, Celtics has come back, or have they been back since the opening day? Uh, so they're 0-3 against the Celtics. Obviously, game one, we were all there. They lost. Then they mm-hmm. went to Boston the next two times. So, yes, this is uh, the second time they're they're returning to MSG this year. Well, Boston's almost unbeatable at home. Uh, yeah. They're playing so well. You know, it could be the best um, home field advantage in the league this year. But, you know, this is an opportunity to make a statement, right? And we, we watched this same Boston team go down to a LeBronless list. Um, Lakers, yep. Lakers. So Austin Reeves done. had a good one. Right. right. So, you know, it's like one of those things, right? Let's see this second day, you know, back-to-back. Let's see what they can do. Let's see if they can, you know, I know the depth is going to be tested, but DiVincenzo showed up. You know, he was plus 13. You know, Brunson, you know, did his thing as, as usual. You know, a chua. Everybody kind of chipped in, right? And it's like one of those things when you look over, you know, the the uh, scorecard. You know, you look at guys like, okay, well, Badanovich was was lethal, mm-hmm. right? Lethal, six from six from the three, right? And I think he's getting comfortable. And I think that All Star break gave him opportunity to settle down. You know, people don't understand how tough it is to be a professional athlete. Like you're in one city, you got everything set up there. And now you got to try and move and go to work at the same time and get your family settled, all that stuff. You know, that that takes a lot of energy. You know, so I, I guarantee you during the All-Star break, he was getting his life settled, right? So now life is settled. You know, he, he feels comfortable where he is. He knows where, where the practice facility is. He knows some of the best routes, what time to take, what, what route to the garden, you know, what, you know, Westchester, all that type of stuff. And so now it, that, that show, you know, and that's what you expect. And it may not be every night, right? It's not, it may not be every night that he's able to provide this type of offensive firepower and this type of efficiency. But when you look at it, because they're so deep, you never know who night it could be. And that is exactly the point. Because I, what I found most impressive, what I found most impressive about um, that game last night was it, it felt like for a long time, given all the injuries to OG, to Randall, DiVincenzo missing some games, that the Knicks were so deprived of their star power. It was Jalen Brunson or bust. Like right. if he doesn't have a good game, they're drawing dead. And to go into Philadelphia, and as I mentioned, him struggled to the degree that he did where it just felt like it came tough to him. He's not getting that friendly whistle that you see other stars get. For them to still, you know, avoid 
blowing a 26-point lead, winning on the road in Philadelphia with, with Jalen struggling to that extent, I, I thought was, was super impressive. You mentioned Bogdanovich. Made some history last night. Uh, six for six from three, as you mentioned. Team high, 22 points. A seven-time since the three-point line was introduced in 1979-1980, where a Knicks player went six for six or better, but only the first time uh, that that guy came off the bench and did it. So Bogdanovich, hell of a game for him. And listen, we know what he is. He's a professional, right? He's a guy that can play at a high level. He was averaging 20 with the Pistons, and everybody, first couple of games, it just didn't look right. But he's getting his groove, man, and that's what I'm saying. McBride, you know, chipped in. Everybody chipped in, and that's what it's going to take until you get – um, you know, AG back, and you get, <clears throat> and, and before you get Randall. Brunson back. Now I'm, I mean, uh, Randall back. I'm a little concerned with Randall. Yeah. Well, you said he should be playing yesterday. You said the man should be playing with the shoulder injury. Yeah, yeah. But I, he talking about you know surgery, and it's you know, it's, I'm trying to figure out what's the diagnosis. I thought the diagnosis was just a dislocated shoulder, and you you heard um, you heard legs talking about you know the. You know Chris Webber's story, and you know I was you know a part of that because I you know I you know I'm a huge Michigan guy from Detroit. I remember how his shoulder just kept falling out. I didn't think that Randall's injury was to that extent, but if he's talking about surgery, I hope that it's not something where it's going to come out. Well, it's kind of been nebulous, like the details surrounding yeah, they, the they, extent they, they, really of the injury. You a lot. It's it's more rest and recovery, try as best as possible to avoid surgery, see what happens. And I said this to you yesterday, man. I hate that it has to happen because of injury, but the good that can come of this, just as far as like the, the Nick fan attitude, this dude was underappreciated. And I, and I understand that we judge, us as like media members and fans, we disproportionately judge postseason uh, production against what you do in a regular season. I get it. So when a, when a guy struggles the way that he has twice, it, it, twice uh, that's going to turn people off. And then, you know, some of the bad body language and the optics of his game don't always appear to be conducive to, quote-unquote, winning basketball. So I understand that. But this dude, three times an All-Star, twice an All-NBA player, this year you can make the case it's the best season of his career. I, you are... There is zero chance that you make any playoff run if Julius Randle isn't back healthy. Yeah, and you, you believe that <clears throat> with all the added pieces, it's just going to make it easier for him. Exactly. Now, he's going to have to be able to facilitate and pass out of the double teams and make teams pay when they try and run the late double to him or if they're doubling, doubling um, Brunson to be able to find the shooters. And you need the practice to get that type of chemistry together. And, you know, the, the fact that, you know, <clears throat> OG was able to do that, and before he got hurt was was vital, right? And then but him getting hurt, the blessing in disguise was a chore. Being able to, to, oh, to, man. to be able to do that, right? How so, incredible has he been? And it's funny because like, and everyone keeps saying this. I don't want to act like uh, I, I'm the first on this, but he was looked upon as as the, the throwing. Yeah, <laughs> and like no one uh, once once this trade happened was like, oh man, glad we got pressures of Chua. Yeah. Their, their game is. Re- Similar, him and AG game is similar. Sometimes, can like, you stop calling the man AG? I don't know. OG, OG, put some bad. respect on his name. AG. After that's because I, I let it slide the first time, but come <laughs> on, man, it's a it's a touch disrespect once we keep rolling with that, knowing damn well his name is OG. But A's first, so I'm making him number one. But let, what, what was the point you were gonna make? Well, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't realize that. Um, you know, who, which one is it? You know what I mean? Precious or, um, you know, OG, right? Sometimes you don't, you don't, you don't really know, right? Because their game is kind of similar. They kind of bring the same traits, you know, offensive rebound and being able to, you know, defend at a high level. You know, I'm excited. You know, I just, it would be such a, a shame, such a shame, man, if, if Randall can't get back and this becomes a loss, yeah, loss cause. You don't want to be robbed of an opportunity to see what this team's actual ceiling is uh, because of an injury that happened in a game where that had already been decided. Not that there's ever a good time for an injury, but it just hits differently when you see we had won that game. Uh, and I'm not blaming you know Tom for leaving him on the floor. I'm just saying that you, know, you want to see this thing through. You want to see that uh, they get fully healthy. You know, what... 
they I mean, can do in, in, in the postseason against the likes of the Bucs, the Celtics, the Cavs. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's a year where it's a little vulnerability there. Yep. Right, it's a little vulnerability, and you feel like, man, like we may not have the best starting five, but we have the best deepest team, deepest nine, mm-hmm. right? And 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 our nine, and where where the you expect the Knicks to be able to climb in is when teams have to rest guys, right? And they got to go to that bench, yep. and you go to your bench, and you're like, man, my my second unit is much better than your second unit. And you, you hope that they create that spark and being able to just match up, man. It's a great point. Uh, you want to take advantage of the opportunity because we always, I don't know if athletes view it the same way, but when we talk about teams and their aspirations of, of winning championships, we look at the window and we say, all right, this next championship window is now opening because you have Jalen Brunson, you have Randall, uh, the, the other pieces who aren't stars but major contributors, and everyone's young. And now you have the draft capital to if, if and when it's time to go get that superstar, you can trade for him. But to your point, plans rarely work out that way. And, you know, it's a little bit of a, a apples to oranges. But one of the reasons why, Bart, I'm so disappointed with what the Jets did this season is, like, you look at the conference. Coming into the year, it was like, man, wow. you know, it's loaded. But then you see Barrow goes down. You see... Uh, the Chiefs, I know they win the championship, but in real time, you're watching a team that clearly was not the same. You know, the Bills, through the first 12 games, were 6-6. Six and six. They fired their offensive coordinator. The Dolphins cooled off. It felt like the, the Browns were on their fourth quarterback, so if, <laughs> the, the Herbert goes down. So with all these things happening, man, yeah. it felt like this, this could have been the year where, where despite all of the talk coming into the season being how, how vaunted it was and, and how daunting the task was, this could have been the year to strike. Right, and but it started with you. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. It, st- it started with you. Yeah. It's like, damn. You know, 9-11. You know, first I was, day. I was so hyped, man. Four pl- man, did that place, man, that pl- <sighs> I've never seen a place go from, like, euphoria to, like, just – Utter gut punch. Well, because the first play of the game is Brees Hall. And he goes for, what, 20, 30 yards. It's like, oh, I'm like, here we oh, go, wait, baby. We go. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yo, this is lit. And Zach Wilson is warming up. Like, <laughs> Zach Wilson is coming into the game. God hates Jet fans. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, so but just with the Knicks, yeah. not to say you know, it's a and different even la- situation. Even last year, man, when you saw what happened when, when, with the Heat, you was like, man, if, if they, if his ankle would have been healthy, man. Like, Yeah, if Randall and J- – because Jalen was a little dinged up in that series too. Yeah, so, I mean, you're hoping that this is the year. And, you know, if, if Randall can't get back, you still think that they can be competitive, but you don't expect them to go past the first round. Yeah, I, it's, first especially round. because – and I know they we talked about this yesterday, but – the one major concern I have is, you know, you look at the standings. You've got Milwaukee, New York, and Philly, three, four, and five, all separated by just two games, yep. which means you could get the Bucks in the first round. And for all the talk about, you know, they can't play defense and, you know, the Doc Rivers blowing 3-1 leads, you cannot tell me you legitimately yeah. feel good going into a first-round series yeah. against Milwaukee. Sounds sounds like a lot of the talk that was about the Kansas City Chiefs this year. Oh man, they offense suck, man. Yep. The defense they can't put points up, and then a champion remembers that they're a champion yep. when it's championship time, and they got that. They still have that that, that group together. And it's a championship pedigree, and you know you you just don't think that Dame is going to continue to play that badly, you know, after what he's been doing and how he's been playing after the first half. So Doc Rivers has a lot on his plate, man. I, but listen, they got the win, and I'm not going to apologize for that. And let's see if they can let's see if they can shock the world and, 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 and shake up Boston and catch them on a bad night. And let's see if they can compete, right? Well, because like during the, during the regular season, sometimes you can get a win just because you play harder than the other team. Man, effort's not going to be a question in the playoffs. Especially, yeah, everybody's going to have effort. On the everyone's got the same level of motivation. Everyone's got the same rest advantage. Now, injuries become like the ultimate variable, but to your point, on any given night, anyone can get beaten in the regular season, whereas in the playoffs, you know, there's more of an, of an even playing field um, as far as that's concerned. Here is Tom Thibodeau after the game. He says, we know we have to play hard due to injuries. 
The thing is, coming out of the break, you're, you're heading down the stretch, so there has to be urgency to this. R- regardless of, you know, every game counts the same, so they're all very important, and we can't look past anybody, and we're, sh- we're, we're on demand right now. We're, our starting front court's not there, so we know we got to play hard as hell, and if we do that, we'll have a chance to win. No Hartenstein, no Randall coming up for the Knicks. Uh, tomorrow night, you've got the Celtics coming to town. You was at, I, I, I'm not... Incorrect when I say you were at the the opening game against Boston, yeah. right? Yeah, I was there. We were all in the building, and that was fun, man. That felt like a playoff that atmosphere. Was lit. It was like, oh, then, then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, KP did his thing late in that game, you know, hitting big shots, blocking damn. shots. He said he wanted to come back to us. And he did. <laughs> I, I remember listening to you and Allen talking about that uh, during the off season after he goes to Boston. Like there were some uh, preliminary conversations about him. You know, having an interest in, in coming back. But uh, your Pistons come to the Garden on Monday. Then you got the Pelicans and the Warriors before they go to Cleveland. So a nice uh, little six-game stretch for this team to see what they've got cooking. Uh, so, what you, what, what, so what do you think? What do you think? You think they need to be 2-2? Two and two? They got one. You got to get the. You got to get. Got to get the Pistons. Got to beat the Pistons. I think you got to beat the Pelicans at home. <laughs> the Pelicans. The Pelicans. <laughs> I think. I think we're sleeping. On the Pelicans. No, the Pelicans are a, a good team. They're well, top five in the West. But you're you're at home against a team that has the same record as yours. And, you know, they, they've got, you know, Zion and, and Brandon Ingram. They've got a lot of talent there. But you are you get the advantage being at home. Got the same record, right? Yeah, same record. They're both 34 and 22. Golden State, they, they've been red hot since... Uh, that game they lost in double overtime to the Lakers, where Steph Curry's like ripping his jersey off. He's upset. Draymond's calling out their defense. The Warriors have been just all, they, they've been hot. So that's yeah, going to be a Clay, tough one. Yeah, yeah. If Clay can, you know, and, you know, how guys feel when they get to the garden, if Clay can um, really embrace this coming off the bench six man role where he can just get all the shots and the offense can be built around him, they're going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. And then they go to Cleveland. So what? So wh- where's your, like, brain at on Monday, Knicks-Pistons? Because it's better for your show if the Knicks win, but you're a Pistons fan. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the Pistons can be sacrificial lamb. Listen, you welcome. You know, here's Bondanovich. Here you go. <laughs> you, like, we, we helped y'all out. So, like, it's, we kind of like the Knicks uh, Midwest. You know what I mean? We helped y'all out. So, we ain't tripping. We understood the assignment. We're we, we, we not trying to win right now. We're going to try and get better next time. But I'll tell you what, you know, whenever you, you're the Knicks and you think you got an easy one, it's teams like the Pistons that if you lose to them, it's like it's like when the Yankees, um, you know, would lose to the Orioles. To the Orioles, like, oh yeah, man, like, that bro, was so frustrating. Like, it was bro, you can't lose to the Orioles, man. We got to we got to store some nuts there. Exactly, these are the games we, we we get fat on. We can't be losing to the Orioles. Tim Legler was on Get Up. Who's the biggest threat to the Celtics in the Eastern Conference, Tim? If Julius Randle comes back and he makes it back and he looks like Julius Randle the way he's played this year, I'm going with the Knicks. The depth that they have, how much, how hard they compete, they wear you out because they are just not going to give you space. You're going to have to kill them to put them away. And now they've got enough supplemental offense around Jalen Brunson. If they didn't make the, that trade and it was really just Brunson and Randall, I wouldn't feel this way because of the inconsistency of Julius Randall in the playoffs previously. But when you go out and you add firepower, you add a Burks, you add a Bogdanovich, and these guys have playoff experience collectively, they can make shots. They can give you a 15 to 20 point game in a playoff game in a big spot. They've added two of those guys. I love the depth now around their top players. If Randall makes it back, I'm going to say the Knicks. Knicks fans have been clamoring for some national media attention, some praise, some love. They were going at Candace Parker. They were going at Becky Hammond. But in the last few weeks, you've heard Zach Lowe. You've heard Kendrick Perkins. You're now hearing Tim Legler really high on this team, assuming they can get healthy. It's always with a caveat. Yeah, assuming they can get healthy and, and, and maintain <laughs> that health for a, a two-month playoff run. It's like, how, how long do you expect before we start getting guys back? That's that's the problem. Like, yeah, it's easy. You know, guys come off a break. But, you know, those legs can get tired relatively You got two quick. of them back yesterday with Bogdanovich who was dealing with the calf and then Don, yeah, I didn't uh, really, DiVincenzo I didn't really with hamstring. I didn't really, I didn't really count But you're that. talking about the, the big guns, OG yeah. and Randall. And, and Hardenstein. Right? Hardenstein, he, the Achilles is scary, man. Yeah, he's an he's a, he's a, he's a energy guy. Right, so you you look at these like these games are coming back to back, man. They, these games are close to to each other, man. So like this is the sprint, like this is the sprint. You you better you better get out fast. You better get out fast. 
right? Because you don't want it to come down. You're hoping that you're coming down and guys are resting guys because they have placement. They realize they can't catch somebody. But everything's so jumbled up, man. Like the the, the Knicks got to get – these next these next ten games are crucial, man. Especially when you have, you know, you have two against, you know, you got two, um, you know, March and March tenth and March twelfth against the or the uh, Philly, the, yeah, that's back to back back to back home games. National television, ESPN, and TNT. You've got the uh, Knicks hosting the Sixers. So you're right, man. These are important games, just because. Ironically enough, like you go into tomorrow's uh, matchup against the Celtics, feeling optimistic, feeling good coming off that win yesterday, but the motivation the rest of the season is to win enough games so you can avoid playing that same Celtics team early in the playoffs and, and, and catch them late. Barton Hahn brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up, enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. 800-919-3776. We'll take your phone calls coming up. Ty Butler, Bart Scott on Barton Hunt right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I spies. I spies. Yo, I spice needs to drop a, a, a record, a, a freestyle on this. Man, I spice can't rap. <laughs> Who gonna write it for? You were going at her Pat hard Poof. yesterday. She beautiful though, man. A little pale for my um, taste. Did you see that? Yo, this was so foul. Uh, We'll get to the calls. 800-919-3776. She was trending a couple weeks ago. And and anytime I wake up and I see someone's trending, I get nervous that something bad happened. That's just how I'm conditioned to think. But it was because she had to go on on Instagram and clarify for people uh, by saying, guys, I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. And that's just so foul that like people people were asking her if she was pregnant, which you should never do to a woman. That is the ultimate sign of disrespect. Yeah, bro. I messed up one time when I was we were doing a, a fans event down with the Ravens. Oh man! And um, like the already sounds bad. Sign it, sign something. I was like, oh, how many months are you? <laughs> oh, Bart, you got no filter, man. Some thoughts you need to just keep in your head. She was like, she was like, what? What do you mean? I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just playing the person over there. joking. They were saying that you're uh, actually like, uh, yeah. What, what do you want me to sign? <laughs> he started Yo. fumbling. He started stuttering. She was, she was skinny fat, bro. Like, she was skinny, and then she had like a beer belly. I'm like, Yo, like, she, she's probably like 150. But her stomach, I'm like, yeah. but you should never ask. You I should. Know. That's never, that's information that has to be volunteered. I'm like, man, this is malt liquor belly right here. Yeah, you could be ninety nine percent sure that yeah. she's with child, but you never ever say it. You you let her offer that information because then strong. it could go poorly. 
I think I was the same age as Michael Parson. You know what I mean? I thought I had knew it all. What's up with you and Micah? What's the deal? Y'all going to scrap or is this just, you know, internet beef and we doing it for just to get some some NFL buzz during during the all season? No, bro. Like, this been going on for a minute. Like, Y'all going to fight, though? Is this going to lead to – because I, I, I saw Haney Garcia just got it's, announced. If y'all want to be the undercard. If it's money in it, yo, if it's money in it, I'll take it. You fight I, Michael I Parsons? Down, like, I ain't going down like um, – I'm, I'm telling you in this scenario, I'm not Adrian Peterson. I'm not I'm not Chad Ocho, and I dance for Nate Robinson. <laughs> you ain't getting knocked out like that? I ain't going so, down like so that. So how much money are we talking? Give me a couple mil. The, so $2 million purse, you'd fight Michael Parsons? Oh, good. Absolutely. We could get that set up because, like I said, Haney Garcia, I think that's at the Barclays Center. Yes, it's at the Barclays. Up. So we could get that as a nice little undercard. $2 million I mean, it's purse. The off season. It's, 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 it's fine. I'm good. We, we might have to have that happen, man. We might we have to have to him. We got uh, to talk to uh, Jake Paul. <laughs> Who's the dude over at, uh, at at Matchroom? What's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Well, you have Bob Arum. You got not uh, Bob. Ed Bob Spinoza. Arum's top rank. Uh, the dude at Match. Why am I blanking on his name? I interviewed him before. Espinosa. Nah, uh, Matchroom. Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn. Oh, Hearn? Eddie okay. Hearn. Let's talk to Eddie Hearn. I got some people who work at the zone, so we might be able to get that popping. But or uh, or maybe because we got you know we we might need you know he might need some time to train. Um, I don't know. You look pretty good in that celebrity game last weekend. That ain't getting punched trucking in the face. Trucking people. That, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, not getting trucking, punched. Trucking who? Um, well, what's the dude? Kai? Well, he's like uh, four Kai foot Sinai. three, smaller than Money Mike. Money Mike dunking on him. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> 800-919-3776. Let's go to Ernie in Brooklyn. What's up, Ernie? Hey, how you doing? Uh, call me Ern, not Ernie, please. All right, what's up, But Ernie? anyway, I am a diehard net fan, but I do root for my uh, New York Teams, which makes me a fan, fair fan, but I don't care. What the main point I want to get out is I need Thibodeau to take his foot off the gas. You can't. What I mean by that, what I mean by that is Thibodeau. What I never liked is he plays every game like it's game seven, and by the time we get to the playoffs, his team is burnt out. I understand they play hard. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. Like for example, the last the the last few minutes of the game, we got the game in hand. He will wait till fifteen seconds, then pull his teams out. No, if we're winning and we have the game in hand, take your foot off the gas and take the guys out and give them a break because well, I, we can't afford to have anybody else get hurt. Alan, so, Alan explained this um, he, um, a couple about a month ago when he was talking about the scar tissue from a game in which they were up big and they end up losing. So the team understands that if you're up, you got you got to expand that lead because if it starts to come down, he's going to leave guys in. So yeah, it know, happened sometimes. in Dallas yeah. last year. They were they, they were up nine with like what was it, Jacob? There was like forty five seconds left. They were up nine and then lost the game. Yeah, that was the crazy shot. That the Luca shot. Yeah. yeah. So look. I, Another part of it too, I, I, and I agree with that um, that you just said when it when it comes to you know being scarred from past experiences. The other part of it too is the Knicks aren't the most talented team. So like the Celtics and the Bucks, yeah, no lead like, is ever safe. Man. Yeah, like these other teams that are laden with superstars can afford to at times take their foot off the gas just because they're that talented. When you're the Knicks, especially when you're undermanned, yeah, you got to keep your foot on that gas pedal. You you Which have you to win you, with you're effort. Under, you're you're undermanned, and you don't have the top end star power guys that guess can create their own shots and get threes and stuff like that. Usually, it comes from something breaking down from the defense. And you know, you know, yesterday you saw Hart with open shots, Bogdanovich with open shots. You know, DiVincenzo, you know, rebounds, offensive extra possessions. You you can't afford to do that. That you're the Knicks, and if you play for Tom Thibodeau, you understand that that comes with the territory. And that's why you're excited that, you know, if they get back healthy, that he can still be who he is. But because you have so much depth and he has more people that he'll trust in the rotation, maybe he'll say, Prince, you know, precious, go get, go get, go get OG. Right. Or maybe he'd say, okay, well, Bert, go get, go get, go get Brunson. Because I know that, you know, DiVincenzo can turn it up and we got somebody that can facilitate, get the ball to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and when you look at these, uh, Thibodeau teams uh, again, like he's he's usually fighting at a deficit, 
and you know he's trying to get lesser talented teams into the playoffs and and typically exceeds whatever the expectations are how do you do that well you get them to play with that effort that playoff intensity over an 82 game season where you can steal wins against better teams and you just beat up on the on, on the inferior teams that has helped that has worked now I get people are going to throw out should Randall have been in the game against Miami look at the injury that that that, had, that happened that would not have gone down had Tibbs rightfully taken him out of the game I just think that it's hard like it's hard for him to do that because he's conditioned to to be on one speed and it's worked for him yeah, when you play not to get hurt, that's when somebody gets hurt. Let's go to Ray in Asheville. What's up, Ray? Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm sorry. Let me get you off this uh, my, 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 my car speaker here. Appreciate Thanks you. I appreciate the radio etiquette, man. Not not everyone's like you, so that that's that's love. Appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, of course. Mark, my man, how you doing, brother? Maintaining, maintaining. Yeah, man, the last caller there, he don't know what the heck he's talking about. Let those guys play like it's the seventh game every damn game. The last I checked, their, their, their stats are much better at the end of the season <clears throat> coming in playing hard. So Tibbs is doing the right thing. He knows, he knows what buttons to push. He knows what guys to put in at the right time. Um, Bogdanovich, I, I think I'm saying his name right. Yeah. But Bogdanovich, yeah, man, yo, let him, keep, let him keep doing his thing, man. He got the sweetest jump shot I've seen in a while. And if Randall is going to be out for a little bit, guess what? Like you said, we got Precious. OG's coming back, Hard and my man JB, JB MVP will be doing his thing. Trust me, Panda. Oh, I love the I love the Yaman yeah, Ray. Appreciate that. Yaman, yeah, Yaman, yeah, all the time, all the time. Yo, you guys be good. I miss Han, but yo, my man, yo, you doing well, bro? Trey, you doing well? Man. Yeah, I, I like he doing. He, he doing. He doing okay. Don't tell him well, because yesterday <laughs> he was on some BS. Yesterday, I don't know. He taking. He was on that Shinola. I take the compliment. He called me Trey, which kind of you know spoils it. But I appreciate that. We've diversified on this program. He hit hit us with the yeah, man, the. <laughs> Upon hey, the man. end of the game, hey, you know we crazy. got some diversity on hey, these airwaves. I, you know I love what's crazy, it. man. Like about you know guys from the island. You know, I had a teammate, uh, <clears throat> Kendrick Ellis, who I believe is from Jamaica, right? So I'm in the car with him. I'm driving, and um, me and him having a conversation. And I, you know, I didn't realize. I think he was in the back. Cause it was like more than more than one of us. And like, he must have picked up a call. And he started talking that Jamaican swag. <laughs> I thought I was about to get robbed. Like, oh, I'm too young to die. Like, oh, man. He what changed up on you. You changed up so quickly. Like, bro. <laughs> hey, man, you can't be doing that because, you know, they talk aggressive. You know what I'm saying? He was talking to his dad. And his dad was, you know, he didn't like what his dad was saying. I'm like, bro, man, I thought I was getting robbed, man. I, I thought it was somebody else in the car. Were, were, were they arguing or? No, was, they were just talking. They were just talking. That's the Hey, bro, funny. why y'all talk so aggressive, B? <laughs> I, it's funny because I'm you. My lady is his Spanish. She's Puerto Rican, and the the, the joke is like, yo, why y'all always screaming at each other? Like it sounds like when y'all talking Spanish and, and fast and, and loud, like y'all arguing. It's like, nah, we just passionate. We yeah, could, we not, good. I, I might not understand the, the 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 words, but I understand the the volume and the the emphasis. Like, bruh. What 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 if she asks you? Oh, she's asking me that I want something from the store. Like, Hell no. <laughs> so why you sound so aggressive? And why y'all like, sound like y'all y'all fighting? You know I'm a big boxing fan, man. And the dude is saying, dude is saying a thousand words in the in the um the interpreter. Oh, interpreter. Yeah, the inter- <laughs> interpreter say five. Like, hold up, man. This that, dude. That happens man. in baseball a lot. But I think the interpreter, like part of the job, is to he clean up. Yeah, because like, yeah, you don't yeah, want to say everything that they're saying. Cause you you don't want to get them caught out here looking crazy. Which, no, I want I want the fillers and everything. I want the um um whatever that equivalent is. But he could also be language. saying something that's like you know not politically correct. So what? So you got your, part of your job is. is to like internalize it and change it up and get it so that yeah, you clean know it, yeah clean it up, man. Like hold on, it's no way in hell he just said nothing good to him. I can see it looking his eyes. He was cussing that dude out, man. I got a question for you, Bart. Yeah. Cause I thought about this as I was commuting into the station. What would be better, as we get back to basketball, what would be better for the NBA? The Lakers get into the finals or the Knicks? <sighs> Sit on it. I want to tease that going to break because mm. I want you to marinate. I want you to get, you know, the the full emphasis of 
what your your actual opinion is because you know yesterday day. you you just you know when it's when it comes to talking extemporaneously sometimes you just you know off the rocker and you get caught up and you say things that are, that are pretty dumb so i'm gonna give you some time to think about it as we go to break and i'll throw it to the calls to 800-919-3776 barton hein brought to you by telemore do because with its game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore do the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore do or try the brand new Tullamore do honey during tonight's action. Glasses up and join Tullamore do responsibly. The, the problem with this question is it's going to skew one way because of where we're doing the show. Demographic. But I think it's a fascinating one because you can make the case for both sides. So I'm curious to get your thoughts and from the audience when we come up uh, from this break. Better for the NBA. Get into the finals, would it be the Lakers or the Knicks? We'll talk about that next. I'll right here on 987 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Barton Han, Ty Butler, and Fallon. 800-919-3776. We're brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Before we get back to the phone calls at 800-919-3776, hit us up. Twitter, Instagram, at Barton Han. Uh, Ty D. Butler is where you can find me. I asked you a question before the break, and you said it's a ridiculous question, but it's for the NBA, and it's going to skew one direction because of where we're doing the show in New York what's better get the Lakers in the finals or you get the Knicks in the finals take it away Bart yeah yeah well I I think it's definitely the Knicks and I'm not just saying it because remember I'm neutral right I'm I'm a Pistons fan but um it's been a long time since the Knicks has gotten to glory talk about the most in my opinion passionate fan base in all of sports if you're able to get those guys and 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 the NBA is able to bring like most of the guys that's going to host the games nationally live out here right you think about Stephen A you think about um, well I don't know where Doris is from but you think about Breen and all those guys man JJ I think lives in Brooklyn he's now on the uh... yeah yeah so that's what I'm saying so you you think about how electric it would it would be and just the Doris is in West Islip okay so she out here well well the you know you think about the um the production, you think about the anticipation, you think about the energy that'd be like illuminating out of the out of the um out of the television as well. And then, you know, I think people kinda look at the Knicks as the underdog and and, you know, the little engine that could, so to speak. So I think, you know, the Knicks will be an easy team to root for. People still look, I believe, at the at the Lakers as the evil empire. Right? And they look at, okay, well here's another guy, here's LeBron again doing this stuff. When you look at the Knicks and even when going back to their, you know, one of their titles when they had the Busher and you know Clyde and all these guys, you know, it was like a team. Even though when we knew Clyde, you know, came out and became a Hall of Famer, yeah. You now who knows what Brunson's future is? Like these are guys on the upstart of their superstardom. I hear that. I I, I think that because and I w- I went back just to confirm it since they were in the finals in 1999. The Knicks have won four playoff series. So you're going back 25 years. A quarter century, they've won four playoff series. And obviously, the, there's a vibrancy with this fan base, especially you know in this city when this team is good. Games all, in the Garden are electric, man. All it's- they had to do, and I was at the game, it was game two against the Hawks in 2020. They won the game, and 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 fans were storming Did you go the, to the streets. Parade? Did you go to the parade? <laughs> there was a there was a post game parade outside of Dwayne Reed on Eighth Avenue. They were storming the streets, uh, storming the streets. There was a lot of bleep Trey Young. Like, they were so excited after one playoff win. Now, they did go on to lose the next three games, yeah. but that's just a testament to, like, how— thirsty is the wrong word because that has a negative connotation. The, but the, the Knicks are a vibe. They, they've got a hunger— for this it's been so long and when you finally taste it it feels great but you can only um live off of that for so long before at some point nick fans get impatient and say it's time to win a championship so i get all of that well tell me this let's take it one step farther right if the knicks are the team and not the lakers who who are the opponents that you want what's the best matchup for the knicks as far as you know biggest markets 
Yo, I don't think it's big markets. I I think you would go for the, like if if you can carve out nobody wants to see the Knicks and Pelicans. No, but if you if you can carve out like a, a path to winning a championship, and this is based on knowing that you're already going to win a championship, you you take one of most resistance, and that would be, got to go through, uh, Miami, Milwaukee, and then Boston to get to the finals, and then play. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's the Lakers, uh, or the Clippers, or no, so you can't have both, right? It, yeah, that's why I said or, right? I said or the Lakers, <laughs> but. Before, nobody wants to see the Knicks in the Knicks in Minnesota. You know no, nobody wants to nobody see wants that. To see but Knicks like Knicks Clippers, OKC. Knicks Suns would be sexy because you got the Durant yes. factor, KD, Booker. Yeah. Like that would be fun. But just real quick, because this is going to skew Knicks. Making the case for the Lakers is this: it's it's to me more about LeBron than it is about the the Lakers and their brand. Because that, you're right, it's become the evil empire. They've won so many. They've got 17 championships. I, I I just wonder this nationally, are people more interested in watching LeBron, who is the oldest player in basketball right now, thirty nine years of age, year twenty one, still looking every bit like an all star? Are they more interested in watching that guy continue uh, continue to chase MJ for those who still think he hasn't caught him yet? Or are they more interested in watching the young and upcoming Knicks team that's kind of come out of nowhere uh, if they do get to the finals? What's more interesting nationally? Because that's what the question is. I said for the NBA, so we're not just talking about the fan base here. We're talking about the national product that is uh, this sport. I mean, LeBron versus anybody, right? LeBron versus Giannis. LeBron versus... I mean, the NBA would probably want... Lakers Celtics because of the history in it and can LeBron stop you know potentially Jason Tatum from being the guy that we consider is next right mm-hmm. because you hear Jason Tatum this week saying hey like he can be the face when LeBron and Steph is no longer here because he's got but he's got to win and he says you know he says if I win a championship you know I, I think I'm in line and it puts me right there and this is a team that's been knocking on the door so it's almost like we we're watching this team grow up in before our eyes, and you know they've been. It seems like they've been playing with each other forever, man. What are they like twenty six years in the, in the league together? Him and Jalen Brown. Uh, but well, they, yeah, they've, Brown- been, they've been to the finals, Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I think cut, Brown was what well, Brown was. Brown might have been the sixteen draft. Tatum, Tatum was seventeen because Tatum's rookie year, he's in the conference in, in Game Seven. You know, dunking on LeBron. Uh, so yeah, it's been for them as as teammates seven years together, and, and we thought they might break up this past all season, but you know. Yeah, we didn't think they could find a way to get along together, but you know, what a difference a uh, athletic seven footer does. But you're going Knicks, right? You're going Knicks. No, nah, I changed my mind. You're going Lakers. Better Lakers, for the NBA Lakers, if the Lakers. Lakers, are Lakers the final. Boston. Lakers Boston is like they'll be having like you know bringing all the old Danny Ains, and he he, he run a whole other team. They'll be having these guys <laughs> come up and show up. You got Kurt, you got uh, Byron Scott, you know, you got James. Kurt, Kurt Rambis is running the Lakers, so you know he's he's gonna be there. Yeah, that, that'd be crazy. Magic be sitting there, gotta be like Showtime. Like man, come on, man. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. What say you? Let's go to James in Spring Valley. What's up, James? Yo, my man Ty D Butler. What's going on? What's, what's up, going, bro? What's on, what does the D stand for? Domination, dummy. which is what I did to you okay. yesterday. Dummy. Oh, I was good, Bart. <laughs> you thought it was dummy. <laughs> Listen, like, you know, first off, you know, that rejoin, guilty conscience, that Dre beat, classic Eminem, but Jay-Z will always be my GOAT. So me and Ty, we got to agree on that. Yes, sir. Jay the GOAT. Now, number two, Ty, I know you're big Lakers guy. All the points you made for LeBron James are valid because he's still the face of whatnot. Let me have an argument. Let me tell you why it's the Knicks. Number one, you just mentioned it. Since 1999, the Knicks have had four playoff series wins. When the Knicks are good, the NBA feels like it's a vibe. It's popping. And I'm not saying that because it's from New York. It's just the Knicks. Knicks go, look at every arena the Knicks go to. They sell. They see, you know, Philadelphia, Miami, Charlotte. Every arena, it's always Knicks fans. Knicks fans are everywhere. And if the Knicks are in the finals, you're going to get a monster rating. Now, obviously, depends on your opponent. Obviously, Knicks. Knicks Timberwolves, Knicks Pelicans, they don't do it for you. But a Knicks Suns matchup would be nice. A Knicks Lakers matchup would be nice. I think with the Lakers, and those are excellent point. LeBron is still the face of the league, and it's the Laker brand. I get the Laker brand, but 
it's at some point it's kind of Lakers fatigue. You got seventeen chips. I, I feel like a Lakers finals would just be eh. It would nah, be more impressive bugging. if they do it every night. It wouldn't night. be eh. True, the man? Lakers in the finals is eh. You sound ridiculous. You were, you were very you know, compelling. LeBron's going to try and act like he's sick one You game, was compelling like up until you game. said that, James, and I appreciate the call and the love. You, you don't get LeBron, James, and the Lakers in the finals, and it, it, you classify it as eh. Like, come on, dude. Really? Listen, I might I might have to agree with him. I, I told you in the pre-show meeting, we've seen enough Lakers-Celtics to throw up, like— Lakers in the championship every year. If I see the Knicks, at least... They had a whole HBO series yeah. Yo, the that. Lakers were in the finals in 2020. That was the first time in a that decade. Was the bubble. That was the bubble, man. They yeah. were, that championship don't even count. They haven't, that that championship on, is, it is about as real as their playing tournament championship. They haven't hosted they have a both, finals game in 14 years. That's a pretty long time. It is, but your question was who's more compelling. More compelling. Nationally, though. You're a Knicks fan, right? I'm a Knicks fan. But you're also a LeBron James guy, which is why you're the perfect person to ask this. This this is why I'm telling you. We've seen LeBron James in the finals, what, probably, 10, ten times? Ten times. Ten. We've seen the Lakers win a championship. Hold 17 times. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. We've seen him in the finals how many times? Ten times. And he's lost six? Yeah. Man, he ain't the GOAT. Oh, you can't so, be the wait, so, six. Or, you can't lose six, hang son. On, you, hang on. You below 500 wait. in the. In the oh, so man. I, I'm just curious, Bart. If, if <sighs> Let's just say back in. in, in How 20, many Jeffrey lose? Let me ask you this question. If back in 2010, instead of Ben Roethlisberger completing that third man, down no pass, do you, do get, you get to the Super Bowl and lose to the Packers, that, that's worse for your legacy as a player, or is that better? Worse, because everybody saw me get my ass kicked. That come on, you don't believe that. You don't believe that winning me more games in the playoffs is actually worse for your legacy. Nah, stop man. it. Come on, nah, below five hundred in championship yeah. games. That means when it came to it, he couldn't he couldn't handle it. Yeah, so. it would be better if he missed the playoffs like your boy Jordan did a couple times to start his career. It'd be now, better to get bounced in the first round. That's better than getting to the finals. No one that, thinks that. LeBron because, LeBron James has been to the finals more than most teams have collectively. Exactly. So I, I mean that's that's what happens when you run around and try to put super teams together. <laughs> you act like you you act like he's been to more and he's been in the same place. He's been running away. I just hey, find it odd that we, flash flash that it's, it's held me, against me, you. Teach me how to win. Dragging teams that didn't deserve teach to be in the finals. But the, the, dragging those heat, them those there heat, and he losing. Dragged those Heat fans. No, the 2007 Cavs. He did. Okay. He dragged that team. That the okay, 2018 I, I, Cavs. He dragged I'm that sorry, team. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did he not have Kyrie Irving? Yeah, but then Kyrie, Is Kyrie Irving yeah. gonna be a Hall of Famer. He, was he, he still him? Yes, he did. And then did what he, happened? He, what happened the year that Kyrie Irving left? He went back to the finals with J.R. Smith and Rodney Hood. Dragged that team to the finals. Did he win? No, he lost oh, okay. to the Warriors. Oh, it's like okay, yeah. No, I thought you were going to tell me somebody. NBA no, I thought you were going to say, like, I thought I forgot. Like, oh, he won. <laughs> like, he dragged the team and won. He dragged bum teams and lost. Yeah. But the and he Eastern, also, Conference, Eastern Conference he, was easy. He also was— Eastern Conference was easy he work. He also put— He, 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 beat, he beat some old He put the fear of God so badly of God. In, in the the Golden State Warriors of God. that after Game 7 in 2016, Draymond's on the phone crying, begging Kevin Durant, who I love, by the way, to join his team to help him beat him. So, that, yeah, he put the fear of God in, in that up, you, dynasty. You, you talk about LeBron who, you know, had to sign uh, AD. He didn't to his, sign to AD. His, to, he signed, he had his, he, he controlled it. He signed him to his, um, <laughs> they tra- to his, it was a to trade. His, to, to his agency yeah. to get him to force and tell him to, to turn his back on, 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 on um, New Orleans. Yeah. And come there. So what are you talking about? <laughs> that, that, that takes away. Like he had Sit great out, players. Tell him you don't want to be there anymore. Yeah, let's we, we can do tell the Jordan King Lebron you, thing. You, you don't want any more Let's free focus smoothies. on what the conversation at hand, and it's better for the NBA Lakers or give me Knicks, man. Knicks just just because the- <laughs> now you just made me hate. You just made gave me a disdain for Lebron. I'm already exhausted by even talking. As we go to Spike and St. Pete, what's up, Spike? Got two words for you, Bart. Kay Cunningham. Are we finished? Yeah, what's happened to him, man? Who? Kate Cunningham. Oh. And now, Bart busted my chops a couple of years Kay ago. Kate Cunningham's still doing his thing. Yeah, he's very inconsistent. He's he's not even close to what we thought uh, the player he was going to be. Thank you, think I think Jade and I will be a better player. But let me, I just had a little talk with uh, 
two other guys that you all know real well, Trey and Buddha, and uh, had a you know get together for last night's embarrassment last night. But Embiid's out. Here, here's what I see with the Knicks. It's really simple to me. Probably the oldest guy calling the station as it was at both Knicks championships. They're very deep. They're very deep. We fleeced Masai Ajuri, and I don't like to use that word. When you have a number 20 pick in the draft that's your first-round pick five, six years ago, and you sit him on the bench behind Siakam and OG Ananobi, you've got to see what he does. He's a junkyard dog type of play. He follows the ball, he plays defense, and he rebounds like his life is uh, at stake. The Knicks are very, very deep. The problem they have, because Brunson didn't have a good game last night, Statistically, he made his free throws and, and he made some passes to Bogdanovich, who's one of the top 10 shooters in the league. He's 35, 36 years old. And he has some playoff experience. You've got tall guys. They're on one-year contracts. They're deep. The key to the Knicks is getting Hartenstein back because he plays center like Rambo. And I think the Knicks are very deep, and I think they could withstand it. They just need to get... You know, get everybody back and healthy. The Tibbs does push his guys, and that's the bottom line. They're going to be good, and I could see them in Boston in the conference finals, and I'm good with that. I'll take my chances because Tatum appears a little soft to me. That's all. Uh, well, he's put up 50 in a game seven to beat the Sixers last year. Uh, that that didn't look soft, but appreciate the call, Spike. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to this game tomorrow. I, I it, it's a nice litmus test. You're zero and three against the Celtics, and it's not a fair fight because you've, you're down and two of your. And it's gonna make it. It's gonna make it tough, man. Yeah, you're down two of your best players, but I'm looking forward to that game tomorrow. I, I'm very much looking forward to that game tomorrow. I'm surprised but, you're not going, man. They don't have you next to Spike. Nah, I, I would. I'm doing the show six to eight, and I, I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like I want to watch it at home tomorrow. I was there for for opening night. I'm gonna try to go see the, um, Steph Curry next week. Uh, me too. You want to come through? Me and you? Yeah, oh, me there. too. Me and that's, us three. Uh, y- y'all going for real? Is, well, we right. have to pay it off. We got, we got, you know, we, we got to pay it off. I don't have to pay it off. Bar has to pay it <laughs> off. Wait, what happened? What, what am I missing out on? I feel like I'm eavesdropping in on a conversation I wasn't a part of. What, what, what are we talking about here? If I had to pay a bet to uh, to one of our um, loyal callers that we had a bet, um, and we and it turned into it turned into, at first it was at. Um, Del Frisco's or something like that, <laughs> but we couldn't get it done. So because Allen's so busy, so for us to get Allen involved, we had to kind of make it, you know, the highlight of the evening be centered around the uh, Knicks game. So you got to take a a, a a caller to the Knicks game. Yeah, yeah, one of our besties. One of Who our is best it? Callers. Tessa. Oh, Tessa. Oh, Tessa. We just spoke to her yesterday about the Giants. Exactly, exactly. So y'all going to the game uh, next Jake, Jake like Thursday. There. Jacob's Jake going. Be there. Yep, Jake will be there. In the yeah, right after Keisha, I'll be there. Oh, is it Allen, Allen going to be doing pre and post, or is he, is he calling the game? We know? I think he's, been, he's just doing pre and post, I think. All right. I might have to link. Can I Can I intrude, or is yeah, that? Yeah, fall through, fall through. All right, we're going to have to do that. 800-919-3776. We'll continue to take your calls. Yeah, we're talking. I'll, I'll take eight Patrons. Two uh two Hennessy's. Yeah, he paying for it. <laughs> he paying for it. Tell you to take your call. I don't like how wishy washy you are because you were you you said that it would be bigger for the NBA if the Lakers got to the finals, not the Knicks. And now because I, I angered you with the MJ LeBron thing, you're going the other way. So you you can be saying, easily but NBA, persuaded. But the NBA they might like Boston and, and and Lakers because they want to lean on that history and pull up all those highlights and stuff like that. Right, they had a whole show based on that rivalry that was, you know, just got canceled because it should have been canceled because nobody wanted to see, relive that crap. I'm talking um, about Showtime. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, but we'll, we'll continue to get into that. Ty Butler and Fallon Hahn, Bart Scott, right here. Bart and Hahn, right here on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.